This podcast was funded in part by the UK Arts Council. Welcome to In House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and this week we are talking with the artist Jono. Hello. Jono, hello. How you doing? A 24-year-old that left HMP ISIS on July 2nd, 2020, after serving a year and a half. Why don't you uh, tell me about this track that we're listening to right now? Uh, where did it come from? What inspired you to make this little beauty? Yeah, I nah, just wrote the track and then met in the studio and then, yeah, it just came out like that. You know, like when like, girls want to be around you when you have, when you have something, kind of when you have nothing, they're, they're not there to be seen. So walk me through the process then for you of making a tune. Is it different every time or, or if there's similarities? Are you are you a person that writes down lyrics or, or is it more of a spontaneous thing in the moment? Um, I, I write a lot of lyrics. Like, I write a lot of lyrics. Like when I have time for myself, I always write lyrics. Always. Basically, tell yourself a story that you already know. But when you're right, when you're by yourself writing lyrics, you're basically telling a story, reflecting on yourself. You know what I mean? So. Well, so I might have like a one, two day off, but I'm back on it. You know what I'm saying? So okay, so you're writing every day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but most, like not every day, but near enough every day. Every time when I make music, I story tell. I don't just write music. I just story tell. I want people to hear my story. If they're going through certain things, they can, they can be uplifted by my music. You know what I mean? So yeah, and, and I just want people to relate to my music. Let's set a little bit of context then. Where and when did you meet the in-house lot? What was going on with you when you got involved with the label? Oh, basically, I, I met Grace when I was in jail in Elmley. Um, I was there for like seven months and then I got shipped to another jail in London. And, and how long was that? Um, a year and a half. One of the guys that I know, um, like when we was in prison together, he was like, oh yeah, there's an in-house course. Like they're looking for people. So I asked him like, so what is, what's in-house? He was like, oh yeah, it's a music course. I was like, okay, yeah, I want to get onto it. Having something like that in your life whilst you're serving a sentence, um, explain to me and, and also anybody listening to this, what difference yeah. that makes to your brain whilst you're in confinement like that? Well, to be honest, um, when I first went to show it, I was like, I'm, I'm actually here. Like, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have, you have to, like, you have to face it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have to face, face it. Like, I have to become a man. Like, and grow up and face the fact that yeah, I'm in, I'm in jail now. So all I need to do is just be good in there and then get, and then get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I wanted to do. Just do my sentence and get out. Like, when you do music, it makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing that you want to do yourself. That's what happened to me as well, because I, I wanted to do music for so long. I was like, you know what, this is the opportunity to get to get experience. Had you been doing uh, writing music before? Yeah, I was writing music before when when I was 18, but I didn't really take it seriously. 
you know what I'm saying? I thought, like, obviously I was just doing it for fun, doing it for a hobby and stuff like that. To the point where, like, when everybody was like to me, bro, like, like, John, you're actually good at music, like, why do you do music for a career? I was like, yeah, but at the time I, I, I thought I wasn't good enough. But obviously, like, I just kept going, kept going, and then obviously I was like, you know what, I might as well just take it serious. When, when it was time to um, take it serious, I went to prison. And I was like, you know what, uh, yeah, I need to take it more serious when I come up. So now I came up now, I'm taking it more serious now, more, and I want to make it as a career, you know what I'm saying? How old are you now, John? Yeah, I'm 24 now. I just turned 24 um, at the end of September. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> So, um, what kind of conversation uh, would the twenty-four-year-old Jono have with the eighteen-year-old Jono? Um, the eighteen-year-old Jono was like more like no, I wouldn't say big-headed, but a bit, a bit cocky. But I just tell him, like, listen, just keep going, like just keep, just keep going with the music. Don't let any distraction get to you, because once the distraction gets to you, like you'll be all over the place. So you just want to be on one straight line and. Just keep going, like, you can see the light, but just keep walking, to, working towards it, working towards it. And once you get there, everything will be become easier, life will become easier and stuff like that. That's what I would tell myself. And don't let any, any distraction get to you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, it's tough, isn't it, when you're, when you're 18? I mean, it's tough all the time, but to not be distracted, to not have the world drive you slightly crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard not to, it's, it's hard not to get distracted. Because in life, don't matter what age you are, like in life, like if you get distracted then and you're easily distracted, then you become all over the place and you don't really wanna want that, you know what I'm saying? So you just wanna keep a right path, a right positive man mindset and then just keep going myself. What do you think uh, are useful things to learn that will help you stay focused, you know, on your goals and the things that you wanna do? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's just about um, planning. In life, you have to plan. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you have to keep yourself humble as well. So and wait patient. That, that's what I'm saying. Like you see, since I went to show, it taught me how to be patient even more. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to wait my time to get out and stuff like that. So I, I, so it, automatically, I'm patient now. You know what I'm saying? I'm more patient than ever before. That that's interesting. So would you go as far to say that? going to prison has, has taught you patience yeah going to jail taught me a lot it taught me a lot because you, you meet different characters you know what I'm saying so you meet, you meet so many characters in jail so it's like you learn more and you learn and you learn like like bro like you learn like you told yourself like listen like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go back to jail. Like that you, that's what that's what your mindset will change. Like your mindset will tell you, like, listen, no, you don't want to go back to jail. Like just experience it and then get out and then do do better in life. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I be trying to do. Like I try to better myself and become a better person, a better version of me. And it sounds like the music has been really instructive in um, in bringing about that change for you. Yeah, defo, defo. Music, music played a huge part of my life. A huge part. So, I mean, I wonder for someone that's that's been through it, you know, in the way that you're describing, like the reoffending rates are are crazy high, right? You know, it basically, yeah. the statistics suggest that if you've gone to prison, 
there's a 50% chance that you'll be back in there within the year after your release. Yeah. So wh- why yeah. do you think that is? Why is there this revolving door of the same people going in and out of prison? Because um, the reason why they go in, in and out of prison because um, they won't they won't accept change. Because in life, you have to accept, accept change. Like some guys are blind, basically. They don't see the bigger picture, so they just keep doing the same thing and going and going inside, going back inside, and it becomes a cycle. What's that about, right? Because I mean, what? I mean, I should have perhaps explained this from the beginning, but I got involved with in-house uh, running a few sessions at HMP Lewis, and okay. and I'm a musician. And I heard about this crazy job, and you know, yeah. and before all the lockdown and all the craziness, which caused it to stop. I was in there running some music workshops. But what kept me going back was, um, I mean, obviously not everybody, but there's an insane amount of talent in prison, right? And I was constantly uh, just amazed at at what people were turning out. But, But what do you think that is? Like, the guys that are serving time, is it that they've got a lot to say or... What is it that is um, the connection between prisoners in that sense and creativity? Like in this world, yeah, everybody got a talent. Everybody, everybody got. Do you think everybody? Do you think everybody's got it? Well, so some people have it, but they just don't know they got it. If you know what I mean. Okay. I think they got like. Like a story to tell, like for example, us, like you see, prisoners they don't like saying certain, like certain stuff towards like people that talk about certain things. So they rather put, like they rather put the stress, the, the like the, the pain and the stress into the music, and and yeah, that's what make, makes them. Obviously, like they're thinking, right, like talk, talking normally won't get nothing out of it. Like if they put in, like let's say for example. Like recording songs and put the pain and stress. They got story to tell. They got they need they want to be heard. If you know what I mean. You sound like uh, you actually got something out of the time that prison allowed you to reflect on what was going on. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, like um, like obviously prison. That you see, prison like if you use your time wisely in there, then you get a lot of things out of it. You will learn new things, learn more stuff about yourself that you haven't learned before. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't like when I first went to jail, I, I thought I wasn't gonna handle it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until time went by, and I was like, you know what? Like, I can actually handle this and get through this, and I just did. I just got through it without no problems, nothing. Just went through it, and yeah, like just. I was just doing me basically, you know what I'm saying? Like but yeah, like why was it why was it in there? Like it helped me to reflect and think more because in when, when once you're in prison you do do a lot of thinking to yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like do plan stuff in your head or write it down on paper, whatever you wanna do, like you reflect on yourself as well, like like I should have done this better, but it is what it is now, like, I'm facing my time now, like when I get out it's gonna it's gonna be fresh start. Same me but New spot, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how that's how I was thinking in, 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 when I was in jail. I mean, there's a lot of talk on the outside, um, yeah, from people about whether prison should be about p- 
punishment or rehabilitation. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I wonder if um, if you feel that the process that you've been through, do, do you feel that you've gone through a process of rehabilitation? Yeah, like rehabilitation is is key. Like, should like prison should have been a punishment. Like, obviously, like yeah, like they're going there to do the crime and stuff, like because they've done crime and stuff like that. But everybody can change. You know what I mean? Like everybody can be like like think like, oh wait, hold on, like I've done a mistake. It's time for me to change. Like everybody is capable of doing that. Everybody's capable of change. You know what I'm saying? But should it be um, a punishment at all? Do you remember a um, a time in your life when you were a kid uh, or when you were younger yeah. when music first uh, made an impact on you? Well, I remember when I was young, like, when I was like, young, I think I was like eight. Yeah, like, my cousin put, like, put on 50 Cent tune and like, from there I just loved music. So what was it about that tune that, uh, that captured your attention? The lyrics, the, um, the beat as well, and the storytelling. Because the storytelling in in, in, the, in that tune uh, really inspired me, but like made me want to listen more. Okay, so and anybody else from that time, the uh, uh, artists that were a big influence on you? Um, um that Jay Z, um, Dizzy Rascal, Gigs. Um, there's so many, there's so many, like so many. Music is the one. Well, look, thank you yeah. uh, so much for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. You too. Thank you. I appreciate it as well. Okay, cool. Right. Well, look, good luck with everything. And, um, thank you very much. Yeah, I hope to meet you face to face sometime in the future. Yeah, real soon, real soon. Don't worry. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see my face. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Jonah. Take care. Uh, you too. Thanks, All man. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Find out more about the world's only prison-run record label. Go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.